That was easy. Right? You found me. It was pretty easy. I'm glad you found me. On this Friday, May 15th, 2020, this is episode 394. I'm your host, Patrick, and you are tuned in to We Live on a Planet, and I'm awful happy that you are. Awful happy? (laughs) I don't know. It's 55 degrees currently in the city of Oswego. Feels like 54. Highs are going to be about 55 degrees Fahrenheit. Probably kind of rainy, dreary. It's not been a very good start to spring. At least the winds are gently blowing out of the south to 7 miles per hour, so... If it wasn't rainy today, probably be drone weather. I'm aching to fly my drone. I'm glad you're here. We'll take a little break from the coronavirus blues, maybe. No talking about news or anything like that. You can get your news anywhere else. We'll talk history, what happened in the state of history, some facts, learn a couple facts. Just current events that are going on in my life. Not much because I've been in lockdown. But enough to entertain you, I think. I'll do my best. Stick around. We'll be right back. Welcome back. All right, let's start off with our quote. Before we do, did you were you able to check out my latest episode Wednesday with my interview with Inspirato Projecto, Kurt? It was fun. That was a blast. Hopefully... If you didn't get the chance to listen to it after this episode, go back and check it out. It was a good one. It was a lot of fun. All right, let's start off with our quote. I don't have the author to this, but I thought it was a good one because we're all kind of, I know I've, I have been doing this, but sometimes the best things you can do is not think, not wonder, not imagine, not obsess. Just breathe and have faith that everything will work out for the best. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying not to obsess over this coronavirus and how much I, if just, if you really think about it, it can really get you down. If you start obsessing about it or wondering when it's going to be over and imagining scenarios, I'm worried about my mother, worried about my father, worried about my wife, worried about my fellow humans. I love people and it makes me sad that we're in this state and so... Sometimes the best things we can do is not think, not wonder, not imagine, not obsess. Just breathe and have faith that everything will work out for the best. I'm turning into a grumpy old man in my 50s. (laughs) I don't want to be a grumpy. Here's an example. I have, uh, there's some kids that live down the street from us and they're all going stir crazy. You know, they can't get their energy out at school and with their friends and they live at the end of the street and they'll go up and down the sidewalk with their scooters and stuff. And they're kids. I mean, real, real young. I think the youngest, when I see the youngest looking around too young to be out by herself, actually, she only looks about five and, uh, they're next door yesterday climbing on all kinds of stuff they shouldn't have been climbing on at the neighbors and the neighbor's not home and there's this metal structure that is a railing that is uh protecting so you don't fall off the sidewalk there's a big dip and it's at least a 
three and a half foot fall or more. Somebody my size, it wouldn't hurt me. I'm a full grown adult, but a little five year old the size of them, they fall off that thing, they're gonna break an arm or crack their melon open. And I was half tempted to open the door and go out and say to them, Hey, you get off those, get off that. That's nothing to play on. You're going to get hurt. Beat it. And I just, I don't want to be that grumpy. Hey, you get off my lawn guy. Now they were pushing their boundaries. Like last week though, they were playing hide and go seek. And one of them uh, was hiding in our bushes. We heard all kinds of commotion out front. We know it's just kids and they're doing their thing. And we can hear them up and down and up and down, but it sounded like they were like right in our driveway. So my wife looks out the window and sure enough, they're mulling all around our area. And uh, my wife gets up to the window and kind of taps on the window to get their attention and gives them the kind of with the arms like, what are you doing? What are you doing in our yard? Kind of screwing around. And um, as soon as she did that, they 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 bolted and one of them came bolting out of our bushes so which is right up against our house they had tucked themselves into our front bushes and uh <laughs> so they're probably all terrified of my wife because she gave them the evil eye and she can throw some evil eyes <laughs> so and then i'm thinking i'm going to open up the door the other day and be that and they'd be like man that's the grumpy people's house I don't want to be that way. I don't want to be that 50-year-old. So we um, jumped into the new era and got an air fryer, and I'm really excited. Yeah, I don't know if that needs clapping for air fryer, but air fryers were invented in September 2011, believe it or not, but the patent came out in 2005. And they were mostly used in like large hotel chains and eating outlets. But uh, September 2011, it was Phillips. It seems like they've been around maybe longer. Man, I don't know. That's a long time, 2011. Now it's 2020. So, man. But we got one, and I love it. I've been wanting an air fryer for how long? And I can still remember when we got a microwave. That. We'll learn a little bit about microwaves today on our when we had on over the facts site. I figured that was something cool to look up because I can remember getting a microwave when we were a kid. And that was they were expensive way back in the day, microwaves, and so were air fryers. And they're still kind of pricey, but they've come down compared to what they were when they were used in those large hotels. It's basically just a convection oven that you can have on your counter now instead of having a full-size convection oven all right stick around we're gonna jump around a little bit and uh figure out some more stuff and things to talk about all that and much more when we come back i hope you come back too all right i decided to jump over to the history channel's website and find out what happened this day of history are you ready to learn something and find out a history repeats itself. So we always have to learn about history and try not to have it repeat itself. This one's interesting. Madeleine Albright, America's first female secretary of state is born. 
on this day, May 15, 1937, in Prague, Czechoslovakia, now known as the Czech Republic. She was the daughter of a Czech diplomat. I, oh, speaking of this coronavirus and the coronavirus blues, I just, I miss traveling so much, even if it's just traveling to go see my daughters. I miss my daughters. My youngest daughter just turned 25, May 13th. And it was, it stunk. We got to, she came over to get her birthday present, but it was like that whole social distancing and just not fun and not fun for her, I'm sure. And I'll tell you what, her hitting 25 and me hitting 50, there's something. I never really, her age is never really nothing to me. But now to say, holy cow, I have a 25-year-old daughter, a 25-year-old child or human, adult, <laughs> that blows me away. And uh, Abby, yeah, she's 25 and Bethany's 33. That blows me away. And um, But speaking of Prague, I can't wait. You know, I was talking about traveling, but I can't wait to go to Prague. You know, this not traveling and not being able to do anything really stinks. And we, are, my wife and I are planning a trip to Prague to go visit my brother and sister-in-law there. And we don't know when, but it's definitely on our bucket list to do. And uh, I just want to travel to Rudy's, the fish joint that I've talked about so many times here. That We live on a planet that's right on the lake shores of Lake Ontario. And it's been around since like 1946. And they've got just really good seafood. It's all fried food, so it's not healthy, but it's really good. And it's a staple here in Oswego. And they're open, but it's not the same experience. They're open where you order, then you have to do this little drive-through area. And it's not a drive-through restaurant. It's an old, no room for anybody in it restaurant. And, uh, yeah, it just being closed stinks. It stinks. All right, I'm digressing. I'm rambling. Let's pick back up where we should be on the History Channel's website. And on this day, 2009. GE finally initiates the cleanup of the polluted Hudson River after years of polluting um, the Hudson River. GE plants at the Hudson River in Port Edwards, two towns in upstate New York, dumped polychlorinated biethylenes, or PCBs, a harmful compound manufactured by for GE by Monsanto. Yeah, Monsanto. That's all I had to say. They are evil. <laughs> They dumped that stuff in there from 1947 to 1977. No fishing, none of that. Ouch. Did you hear that? That was me just wrapping my hand on my desk in the studios because I'm trying to pay attention to this and not that. So, yeah, that's the pain is making me angry. <laughs> okay. Uh, art, literature, and film history. We're all, hey unedited live if if i hit myself if i hurt myself you're gonna know about it um on this day 1982 i remember this i would play the music but i don't have the rights for it so i'll i'll do my best ebony and ivory live together in perfect harmony side by side on my piano keyboard oh lord why don't we? Now you're going to want to hear that song. Ebony and Ivory begins a seven-week run at number one at the pop charts. And you know, it's pretty neat because that kind of stuff, 
Without any black keys, the white keys on a piano would pretty much be Sakahan, Twinkle Twinkle, Little Star, or Do Re Mi. If you wanted anything different, you have to songs like Yesterday, for instance, by Paul McCartney and the Beatles. When he recorded that with uh, Stevie Wonder, Ebony, and Ivory, there was all kinds of duos going on at, around that time. You had popular Barbra Streisand and Neil Diamond in the 70s, You Don't Bring Me Flowers, 78, and uh, Stop Dragging My Heart Around, Stevie Nicks and Tom Petty in 1981, Endless Love, Diana Ross and Lionel Richie, Islands in the Stream. That is what we are. Kenny Rogers, Dolly Parton, 83. Say, say, say. Paul McCartney, Michael Jackson, 1983. How do you like all that? <laughs> you didn't know I was a singer. I didn't know either. I was, and I'm, I'm not, obviously. All right, what else do we have? 1941, the first Allied jet-propelled aircraft flies. Native, Native Americans. <laughs> Why'd I go? Nay. 1756, the Seven Year War begins, also known here in America as the French and Indian War, which Oswego uh, has its ties to. The British built Fort Ontario in 1755, and the French attacked it in 1756. And uh, yeah, I portrayed the British 50th foot more than once at the Fort Ontario during the French and Indian War reenactment, and it's a blast to do reenactment. And reenactment. Uh, people are so fun to be around. Uh, 1972, Alabama Governor George Wallace is shot. Lives. 1942, legislation creating the Women's Army Corp becomes law. A bill establishing a women corp in the U.S. Army becomes law, creating women's auxiliary army corps, granting women official military status. 1942, Ronald Reagan applies for transfer to the Army Air Force. That was before the Air Force was around. And I think that's uh, 1988. Soviet begins withdrawal from Afghanistan after years of occupation. And then in 1942, 17 states put gasoline rations into effect because of uh, World War II. 1942 on this day. All right, stick around. We come back. We got more to more. We're gonna do. I'll be right back. Welcome back. I'm glad you're here. So I be at the beginning of the show. I was talking about. I don't want to be that grumpy guy. I think the reason why I wanted to say something. I honestly, I didn't want to see one of the kids get hurt. And I'm always overthinking and thinking that something's gonna happen. And all I could imagine was a blood curdling scream coming out of one of those kids as they fell climbing on this stuff that they shouldn't have been climbing on and taking risks. I could watch them because you, you take risks when you're a kid and you're trying to impress all the other kids around you. And so as they're getting more bold and bold and I'm watching them through the window as I'm getting my coffee, right? My coffee machine's right near the window so I can watch them. And uh, I'm watching them and I'm like, should I go out there? Should I? And I'm like, no, because nowadays too, you say something. Next thing you know, I'm going to have somebody rapping on my door saying you can't talk to my kids the way you did, or you can't tell my kids anything, even if I wasn't being anyway. You just never know. Back where I, back when you were, when I was a kid growing up, man, you did something wrong, you got in trouble by everybody. 
<laughs> you know, it's just the way it was. You did not go to your parents and complain that another parent yelled at you or put you in your place. If you got that earful, that meant you were supposed to get that earful. All right, we are over. Let me close this soapbox. Over to the fact site, and it's really a real quick, quick read for the fact site, but I just saw it since I was talking about my new air fryer, I'd talk about microwave ovens, and when they were invented, it was invented by Percy Spencer. Just by chance, heating up or cooking food with microwaves was discovered by a mistake in the early 1940s by Percy Spencer, who was an engineer. He was building magnetrons for radar sets with a company called Raytheon. He was working on a weird radar set when he noticed that a chocolate bar in his pocket had melted. This was due to the radar giving out microwaves. The first microwave was built in 1947. It was called the Radar Range. It was 1.8 meters tall, weighed 340 kilograms, and they cost over $3,300 each. I'm sorry that I don't have the conversion from meters and kilograms. This article is in that, and me being an American, I don't know the metric system. I don't know. To my European friends that are listening abroad, around the world, you know how tall that is and how much that weighs. But I, that sounds big. I think it's big. They were water-cooled and consumed three kilowatts, which is roughly three times more than today's microwave. Not bad for an accidental discovery, really. And, uh, yeah. Okay, let's think. One point... Eight meters, three hundred and forty kilograms. It's like five, almost five point five, almost six feet tall and about seven hundred and fifty pounds. Quick math. I don't know. I think I'm about maybe on my math correct. Let me know if I'm wrong with my math on my conversions. I'm not very good at that. All right, my friends. Thank you. Um, when we come back, we're going to talk some more stuff and things. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Thank you so much for spending some time with me on this Friday. I really appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed your time over here. My wife and I were able to get out and enjoy our little gem of a trail. If you follow the show, I was telling about a nature trail that we stumbled across here in the city of Astorga that's been here for years. So it's nothing we found, but it's something we feel like we found and I invested in a pair of earbuds, um, these kind that go in a case, and they're rechargeable. JLab is the company, and um, they're Bluetooth. And I the earbuds, like the iPad or Apple ones, they fall out of my ear, those type, and they're uncomfortable. But these kind hook around your ear almost like what a hearing aid would. They're the sport kind, and they're really comfortable, and they stay in, and it was really nice because on our walk, it was a beautiful day, and I put in my Audible book, a Bill Bryson book that I'm listening to. It's a brief history of nearly everything is, I think, the name of the the title of the book. And it's really good. It's really deep, but it's not so scientifically complicated that it's hard to listen to, except they were talking about quarks and string theory the other day. And string theory... Is really hard to wrap your brain around and sort quarks and 
Hadron Collider and the God Particle, the Higgs boson, that stuff. And those are hard to wrap your brain around, I'll tell you what. But it's fun to listen to, and um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed my interview the other day, too, with Catherine Cat O'Keefe. She's a dream specialist. We recorded our interview the other day, and it was fun. I really enjoyed my talk with her. We talked a little bit about one of my reoccurring dreams. You have to tune in later on the end of the month to hear that one. I do have some upcoming episodes with uh, some guests. I, I'm hoping, though, I'm starting to run out of guests. I have th- four recorded that still need to come out, but booking guests, are it's not easy. To, to keep the flow of guests coming into we live on a planet so if if Wednesday comes after these episodes are out these four and I don't have any guests I'm still gonna jump on this podcasting horse and put out shows on Wednesday and just keep trying to keep getting guests because um I'm enjoying doing Wednesday instead of just Friday Mondays and Fridays um this Wednesday, though, this past one, I, I, it's weird because I came out and I just start, uh, the recording started. Usually what I do is I'll come out and I'll be like, hey, it's Wednesday, this, that, this, that. I'm still in the learning process with my Rodecaster Pro and taking out the little SD card, putting it in, uploading it to my computer and knowing. And I had it already set and recorded, but I didn't know how to upload both and like record that morning and have it on a certain pile. So I'm still learning. Speaking of learning this morning, I, I went around, jumped around, and got some uh, some new sounds for the, for the podcast, new musical starts. So make sure you keep tuning in so you can hear the new intros and new music that I've been slowly putting into the banks. Yeah, you know we roll. <laughs> putting into the music banks and sound effects and... Uh, you name the sound effect, we've got it. I've also got, uh, I can just at a tap of a button right now if I just tap my phone. Um, yeah, that easy. So not only the music that I'm putting in and archiving, I have all this royalty-free music from Apple Podcasts that I have pulled up pulled up running right now. Sorry for that plosive pee in your ear just now if you have headphones on or earbuds. But yeah, so uh, I enjoy it and I enjoy you coming on over. You can also head on over to my website, wloap.com. Leave me a voice message by calling my phone number, area code 315 326 one eight eight two leave me a voice message and maybe it will be part of the show that would be groovy appreciate your time more than i can tell you especially in these days right now of uncertainty that you took a moment to come on over and visit we live on a planet means more to me than i can ever tell you the other thing that you could do me a favor with tell a friend about we live on a planet so we can keep this show going and get more people enjoying the show just like you do. All right, my friends, take care. Do your best to stay curious, not judgmental today. The best to come. And I will talk to you again Monday.
Take care, my friends. Peace.